trying to come up with ten uh, halacha topics that relate to summertime and challenges that come up during the summer. So one challenge that comes up during the summer is the issue of tznius for men in particular, meaning we often think of tznius as a woman issue in terms of what a woman has to cover from her body and the length of the sleeves and the neckline and all of these things. Um, but uh, the, the issue of tznius for men is something that comes up a lot during the summertime. People go to the swimming pool, people are sharing a bunkhouse together and there's showers in the back or whatever. People uh, you know, are in all sorts of uh, situations where maybe they're not dressed as much as they would normally be dressed. I wanted to discuss some of the guidelines of tznius for men. There is a misconception that there's no concept of tznius for men, that anything goes, that a man doesn't have to be at all modest or at all uh, tznua. That is not true. Even though we most commonly speak about it with women, first of all, tznius involves more, more than just how much clothing one is wearing. Tznius is a way of life. It's this week's Haftorah. That every Jew is expected to walk with tznius in the paths of Hashem. We should go with a sense of modesty at all times. And generally speaking, part of being modest, although it's certainly not everything, but part of being modest is dressing in a, uh, in a modest way. So, the truth is, Rav Shechter always points out, it's ideal for all Jews. And it's Bikoshi that we say that a man has to take public position sometimes and has to be out there in the public eye. And that's something that a man is forced into and that we're not, uh, we're not so, so pleased about. But it's, someone has to be out in the public. But nevertheless, we should not lose this value of, uh, of Tzniyos, of a uh, general sense of modesty. So and what, in which situations does a person have to be fully dressed? Which situations a person, can a person be partially dressed? So it's important to realize that when we talk about the halachas of saying a bracha in front of erva, that's different than the issue of tznius. What's objectively defined as erva, that's certainly different for a man and for a woman. For a man, there's only one part of his body that's erva, per se, where you wouldn't be allowed to say a bracha in front of erva. For a woman, a tefach isha erva. Any part of her body that's normally covered, if you have a tefach of it, is considered erva. But that's midine erva, what's considered erva. But when we talk about how a person should uh, act in a modest way and should dress in a modest way, so then it may be different. There is a Gemara, Mesecha Shabbos, and Af Mem where the Gemara says that Am Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Zera says, I saw that Rabbi Avohu Sheniach Yadov Kineged Panav Shalmata Nagai says, I remember that Rabbi Avohu, when he would go to take a bath by the river, he would cover himself up with his hand. Uh, so the Gemara later says, but wait a second, are you allowed to do that? Shouldn't the person not cover himself up because it makes it look like he's embarrassed about the bris of Avram Avinu? So the Gemara answers, Lo kasha. Haki nachis, haki salik. When he was going down to the river, so no one could see him from, from, no one was in front of him, whoever would see him would only be in back of him, then you were not supposed to cover himself up because then it makes it look like he's just trying to cover himself up, cover up the bris of Avram Avinu, that he's embarrassed from it. But when he's coming back up from the river where everyone can see him, then it's appropriate to cover himself up because he shouldn't, he, he shouldn't be exposed to the, to the public. That's what the Gemara says. So apparently whenever you're in a place where people are going to see you, it's appropriate to cover up. A person shouldn't be exposed. Certainly the Makom shouldn't be exposed whenever he's in a place that people are going to see him, 
even if it's in the context of taking a bath. He's just coming out of the bath, just coming out of the mikvah, whatever it may be, he should try to cover himself up. Not only that, that's in terms of the context of a bath, but in terms of, in general, walking around uh, in various states of undress, the Shulchan Aruch is very clear in Simon Bays that Lo yilbash chaluko miyushav eliyika chaluko v'yachnes pozrosa ba'odanu shochev v'nimtza k'sheyakum shum mechusa. Shulchan Aruch says that when a person has to change their clothing in the morning, they should change their clothing uh, under their covers in their bed, so that when they get up, they're already clothed. The person shouldn't uh, shouldn't expose themselves even when they're changing, even when when they're changing clothing out of a bathing suit or whatever. Person has to do so in private. Rabbi Willig likes to say. And I'm a big maker, Rabbi Willig says. I don't only say that, I don't only allow you to change under your cover. I'll let you do it in the bathroom also. If you go into the bathroom and close the door, you could do that also. So a big maker. It doesn't have to dafka be under your covers. The uh, Ramosha writes the same way as well. The, in Shulchan Aruch and Siv Beis and Simon Beis says, Al Yomar, a person should not say, Hineni bechadre chadorim miro eni. Anyway, I'm in private. I have my own bedroom. Who's going to see me anyway? Ki HaKadosh Baruch Hu Malochala Aretz Kavodal. The covenant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is everywhere, and therefore a person has to be Tzonua, even if he's all alone, even if uh, no, no other human being is there. So what are the guidelines to this? A person's going to change after going to the mikveh. A person uh, goes swimming. Well, what are the, the guidelines of how quickly he has to get dressed? What he has to get dressed? So there is a tshuva from Rav Harfinus, who's a satmer dayan, in the Sefer Nishma Shabbos. He has a whole section of tshuvas on tevila on Erev Shabbos Kodesh. And going to the mikveh on Erev Shabbos. And uh, so in Simon Kuf Tzadihei, he writes that when it comes to getting dressed and undressed and showering, he quotes this mag- uh, the Magen Avram in Simon Beis, in, in Sivkatan Bays in, uh, in, in, in Arachayim that the uh, Gemara Shabbos says that where people can see, like when you're coming up from the river, you should try to cover up and therefore the Magen Avram says whenever people can see you, you're in a public shower in a, in a locker room somewhere, a person should try to cover up he should face the wall, he should not be exposed where people can see Shulchan Archarav adds that you should make sure that uh, he doesn't take off his towel until the very last minute that he has to take off his towel and Tazin Yor says that if other people are not being tsanua, you should leave. You shouldn't even be in a, in a place where other people are exposing are exposing their erva because it's inappropriate to be in a place where erva is exposed. Now, uh, it's most important, l'chorah, therefore, to have dividers. If a person is going to build a mikvah or build a place where people are going to change, a locker room or something, they should have dividers where people are not exposed to each other. In fact, Rav Moshe has a tshuva, Nigris Moshe, Yordei Gimel Mem Zayin, where he discusses going to the bathroom, whether one should act with sneus by a urinal. For example, so Rav Moshe says that in the times of the Gemara, they said you had to not act so bitsnius when urinating because it could be it could be maybe lide sakana because uh, for whatever reason, a person's too worried about bitsnius, it could cause uh, health problems. But he says nowadays, where a person urinates inside in an indoor bathroom with indoor plumbing, adaraba it could be very safe, and you know, a person should try to be as tsnu as possible. And he therefore says, Allah you walk into a public bathroom and there are open stalls and there are open urinals, better to go to a stall because that's more tsunua, and a person should always choose that which is more tsunua. If there are no open stalls and there are open urinals, so then you go to urine, urinal. You don't have to hold yourself in. You don't have to violate Valtishaktu in order to, uh, to to avoid. 
going to a uh, to a urinal, but certainly it's appropriate that they should put up dividers. I remember when the new Yankee Stadium opened up, they had like the least Sanua urinals on, on earth, but then this year they put up dividers. It was a improvement in Yankee Stadium, so there are dividers by the, by the urinals now. Now now people uh, can, now a from Jew can go without, uh, without worrying about Sneos issues so much. Now, what about after a person bathes, a person uh, you know, uh, engaged in, uh, in athletic competition or, uh, or went to the mikvah or went uh, you know, is somewhere in a public uh, locker room or something like that. So it's very clear from the Shulchan Aruch and from the Beis that a person should never be completely undressed unless it's absolutely necessary like for bathing. Magen Avram says well, why is it that the Gemara allows the, uh, the person to be undressed when they're going down to the river yet when you're in your own room and you're changing, you have to be under your cover. He says, because there's no other way to bathe. The only way to bathe is to be undressed. But if you have any other option at any other time, a person is not supposed to be undressed. So certainly as soon as the bathing is over, we see even in the Gemara when a person, uh, when, when, uh, when Rabbi Avo was bathing, as soon as he finished, he would try to cover himself up, even on his way out of the river. So uh, the so a person should cover himself up as soon as possible. In fact, the Prima Gadim writes in Simon Bey's Vida. A person should keep his clothing right by the edge of the river, or by the edge of the mikvah, or by the edge of wherever he is that he's going to be undressed. Keep the clothing right there so you can put on your clothing right away. And in general, being undressed is considered a terrible zilzul and a busha for a person. That's why in Baba Kamadaf Pevav, the Gemara says that I'm a vayeshes ha'arum, eno chayiv, she'en lo boshes. That if a person embarrasses someone who's, who's undressed, so you're not chayiv to pay the boshes payment, because there's no boshes, there's no greater busha than the busha the guy's already experiencing, because he's not, he's not fully dressed. So, in fact, Rav Harfinis in his uh, tshuva says that it's Yadua that there's a machlokas between the Hasidim and the Ashkenazim about the order with which one is supposed to put on his clothing in the morning. Ashkenazim hold that we put the, the we dress our lower half and then our upper half, our pants first, then our shirt. Hasidim have the minag that they dress the upper half, then the lower half, the shirt first, then the pants. So, Rav Harfinis writes, even though he's a Satmar Dayan, he says that uh, I hold that if you're in a, you're coming out of the mikvah, you're in a public place, that we we should all be Ashkenazim. We should all dress the lower half first and then the upper half. And he says it's possible, he quotes from Sefer Minnik Yisrael Torah, that it's possible that even the Minnik Hasidim to dress the upper half first was only if they had very long shirts that would actually cover the Makam Ha'erva anyway. And then Rav Harfinis discusses a sauna or a shvitz that they would have apparently by mikvahos where people would go to, uh, to sit in a shvitz for a while. So he says they should abolish all of them. They should, uh, they should be gone. It shouldn't exist. That, uh, that people should go hang out in a shvitz, certainly undressed. If they're going to go there, let them wear a bathing suit, and no child should ever be allowed anywhere near there, Rav Harfinus writes in his tshuva. No child should ever be allowed in a, in a shvitz. He discusses the, the serious problem in the Hasidic communities where people go to the mikvah every year of Shabbos. How are you machanech a child to go to the mikvah? Because there's a halacha, child's not allowed to go to the mikvah with his father. But what, you're going to send the kid without his father? Now, where do you think the predators hang out? I mean, that's a, it's a, it'd be a terrible, terrible idea. So he writes, as a Satmar Dayan, there's no chinuch in this Indian. A child should not go to the mikvah until he's old enough to, uh, there's absolutely no chinuch to go to the mikvah because there's a, it's, it's a no-win situation. You can't, uh, you can't allow it to happen. Now, there is a, uh, another halacha, it's wor- worth mentioning, because I noticed recently, I think it was in the New York Times, they got, it, uh, they got this halacha wrong. They said that, uh, that there's no Talmudic source that a uh, rabbi is not allowed to go to, uh, to a sauna or something with, uh, with his students. That is not true. It is an explicit Gemara. The Gemara says in Pesachim Andaf 
Nun Aleph Amid Aleph. Fairly explicitly, the Gemara says, Im Hakol Adam Rochetz, a person is allowed to bathe with anybody, Chutz Me Aviv except for his father or his father in law, Ubalimo, Balachoso, a few others. And then the Gemara says, Tana Talmid Lo Yirchatz Im Rabo, that a Talmid should not be bathing with his Rebbe. But if the Rebbe needs the help, the aid of the Talmud, then it's going to be Mutter. So that's an explicit Gemara, and we paskin it in Shulchan Aruch that way. So that's, uh, that's non-debatable. What's interesting, though, Minchas Yitzchak points out in Chelek Dalitzim and Samach Beis that there's actually two separate Isurim that are being alluded to with the Talmud and the Rebbe going to the uh, to bathe together. On the, the one Isur is an Isur on the Talmud because of Kavad Arav, that to see the Rebbe like that is uh, is inappropriate. I remember when I was learning in Karen Biavna, I assume many yeshivas have like this, where uh, people would want to use the mikvah, and Erev Rosh Hashanah, and Erev Yom Kippur, they'd have special Rebbeim hours, where the, there was an hour for only the Rebbeim, where the Talmudim were not allowed to go, and that's uh, based on this Gemara, that a person is not supposed to go at the same time that one's Rebbe is going. But one is, the Minchas Yitzchuk says, is an Isra on the Talmud because of Kavad Arav. Now, if it's for Kavad Arav, you understand that the Rebbe could be Mochel. Ritzona Shaladam Zehu Kvodo. And if the Rebbe wants to be Mochel that Kavod, for whatever reason, he needs help or whatever it is, so then he could be Mochel. But then there's a second Isra that's an Isra on the Rebbe, not to be Noe Kalos Rosh Piatzmo, that a Rebbe should take, uh, should, should act with a certain, uh, with a certain sense of, um, of uh, of respect and of dignity that he shouldn't uh, he shouldn't sink beneath a certain level of dignity and it's being noe kalis rosh ba'atzmo for a rebbe to go to the to the mikvah. I remember when I was at Rabbi Taitz Zichron Levracha's Levaya in uh, in Eretz Shol many years ago. So his son said about him that he never met any of his balabatim without his jacket on. He would always keep his because he held that the dignity of the rabbanus uh, required that he uh, that he always wear a jacket. It's not like uh, today where you could have rabbis wearing polo shirts, but. Uh, he said that he would never meet any of his uh, any of his Valdatim even without without his jacket on. A certain dignity, but certainly that would be part of this issue that the Rebbe has to maintain that level of dignity. The Rambam in Hilchas Talmud Torah, Parakei Alach and in Hilchas Yisurubia, Parachav Halach Tezayin quotes this halacha about the Rebbe and the Talmud going to the mikvah together. So he quotes it in two different places. But it's interesting, he only mentions the heter, that if the Rebbe needs the help, that you're allowed to do it in Hilchas Yisurubia. He doesn't mention that in Hilchas Talmud Torah. So Minchas Yitzchak tries to figure out why that would be the case. And what Minchas Yitzchak suggests is that in Hilchas Talmud Torah, he's talking about from the perspective of the Talmud having the din of Kavad Arav. So in Hilchas Talmud Torah, it goes without saying that the Rebbe could be Mochel, because it's all a din of Kavad Arav. The Chiddush that Rabbi Tzarech Lo's Mutter is in Hilchas Yisurabiyah, where we're talking Midin the Rebbe. That is from the Rebbe's perspective to maintain a certain sense of dignity, but if that's what he needs in order to be able to bathe, and Nebuch, a person has to be able to bathe, so if that's what he needs, he needs his Talmidim to give him a hand, so then uh, then that's, uh, that, that would be permissible in that extreme circumstance. But generally speaking, it's something that we should, uh, we should all strive to, uh, to improve on. In general, our, uh, our tzniyas, very often people think that, uh, you know, if I, if I work out all winter, it's so that I could show off uh, my body in the summer. No, we work out all winter so that we could be healthy year-round. And we work out all summer so we could be healthy year-round. That's it. There's no other reason. It's not to show off anything. There's no bathing suit season or non-bathing season. We just, uh, we try to be as tzniyu as possible. Now, obviously, uh, when a person goes swimming, so you go swimming, you wear a bathing suit, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to cover your whole body up 
when when you go swimming, but uh, when you get out of the pool, just put a shirt on as soon as you get out of the pool. You shouldn't just sit there hanging out outside without uh, without a shirt on for extended periods of time. It doesn't seem that that's an appropriate, I mean, even though it's not objectively erva, but it's certainly not vatsnei aleches im Hashem elokecha.